Uh, I started running based on a bet. The way the story goes is someone made a bet with me one week before the race for $5. And they bet me that I would not be able to run it under one hour. So, <laughs> so with one week of training, <laughs> I went out and I ran it in everyone. I'm Natty G. Welcome to Soul Confessions. With me is my co-host and bestie, Hezzy D. We plan to speak with athletes about their lives, where they come from, how they got to where they are today. We don't want their training plans necessarily. What we want are the stories. We want to know what happened during the training plan. We want to hear the good the bad, the great, the painful. We're not necessarily here to crack codes. We want to hear about the journey. We hope that you enjoy listening to these stories as much as we do. Oh, here I am. Yay! Hi, Manny. <laughs> How are you? Good. How's things in, in Vermont? It's warm today. It's like 64. Oh, yeah, Vermont yeah. was beautiful today it was like uh the number one spring day yes has all yeah. the snow melted yet in my house i still got some areas that have a foot of snow but other areas there it's melted so it depends on where you are and where the sun's been beating on it are both of you out of vermont i know you are natalie what about you heather no i'm in, out of tucson and washington oh really so heather and i know each other uh, sort of from Washington state, we've known each other for almost a decade now. I think it's been a while. So Manny, are your, are your normal running routes? Are they clear of snow? Uh, yeah, I think so. The, the road routes are, of course the uh, trails aren't open. Yeah. Yet. Well, what's your cutoff for cold weather that you'll run in? I don't have a cutoff. You don't have a cutoff? You no. just go. <laughs> I think, uh, what this year we had one uh uh winter group run it was minus 15 we were out there running at minus 15 uh wind chill factor was must have been like minus 20 so there's no cutoff was that the run with donna uh no donna oh yeah donna was there donna was there for that one yeah so we we interviewed donna that day she had run that morning yep and uh she said her cutoff was normally like negative 10, though, I think, right? Or negative 5? I think she said negative 10, but yeah. But it, since it was the group run, she'd go anyway. How long have you lived in Vermont? So I have two stints of living in Vermont. Okay. One, first of all, I was born here, so. <laughs> There's that. <laughs> I was born here, so of course I lived here when I was born. And uh, I moved away when I graduated from college. And uh and then I was gone for uh, 40 years, and then I came back. Wow. How does it feel to be back? I love it. I mean, because I, I, I lived in Japan for uh, 30 years. It was, like, it was like getting out of jail and coming to <laughs> <laughs> sweet roses here in Vermont. Okay, so we'll get to running. How in the world did you end up in Japan? How does that happen? Uh, because uh, the company I worked for, uh, Motorola, uh -huh. I had worked with them in Florida for 10 years, and uh, they sent me to Japan for, uh, for what's called an expatriate 
type uh, opportunity, which was supposed to have been like a, uh, a year and a half to two year assignment. Wow. Lasted 30 years instead of a year and a half. So were they like, oh, by the way, you're staying? Or were you like, yeah, okay, I'll stay? No, it was uh, more like uh, I ended up getting married while I was there. Oh. And then I got stuck until oh. I got divorced and then I could leave. So wow. one, of, one of those deals. Um, did you run in Japan? No, so uh, I have uh, two running periods in my life. One was uh, when I was young. Actually, I didn't start running until I was, uh, I was 30. And I only got to run a couple of years uh, when I was in Florida. Uh-huh. And I ended up uh, going to Japan and I tried to run in Japan. And uh, it was not a lot of fun running in Japan. Yeah. You know, the heat and humidity is, can kill you. If that doesn't kill you, the uh, smog will kill you. Yes. And if it doesn't kill you, then the traffic will kill you. So it's really a dangerous place to run and it's not a lot of fun. Oh man. I just totally stopped running uh, when I was in Japan and I didn't start running again until I came back to the US. And how old were you when you came back? Uh, I was uh, 60. 60. I was going to say my math was 60. How, um, what did you do to stay fit when, if you weren't running or did you not just work life? I, I work like a normal Japanese, which is just you work all the time. <laughs> oh man! So how do you stay? How do you stay fit? You you uh, stay fit by running to the train station to get the <laughs> train. You, so you were sort of running. Yeah, I guess you could call that running, right? Sprinting, wind sprint. So That's awesome. So so you came back. You started running again when you were sixty. Did you immerse yourself right in CVR? How long did it take you to find CVR? Uh, so, uh, no, I didn't immerse myself. First of all. So first of all, uh, when I first started running when, when I was uh, 30 years old, uh, I started running based on a bet. So somebody, somebody, so Motorola hosted the uh, Citrus 10K, which, is a, which was a really popular 10K in Fort Lauderdale it was one week before the uh, Miami Marathon and uh, a lot of famous uh, runners would go to it but uh, any, anyways the way the story goes is someone made a bet with me one week before the race for five dollars and they bet me that I would not be able to run it under one hour so, <laughs> so with one week of training <laughs> I went out and I ran it in 59 minutes and 45 seconds perfect oh so I won I won the five dollars. Awesome. Uh, and then I ran for two years, so I actually did pretty good for uh, for two years. I got from fifty nine forty five all the way down to uh, forty one fifteen or something like that. Nice. And nice. two years of uh, training there, and then I gave up on running. So when I came back to the U.S., I started living with my mother, and my mother loves to cook. <laughs> I think I know where we're going with this. So I think I ended up in a two month period gaining like 20 pounds almost. So uh, I think I weighed 154 pounds or 155 pounds, which is uh, way too much weight for my frame. And I didn't feel good at all. So uh, so I moved back to the U.S. in uh, October of 2015. So after two months, I felt like I was bloated, too too heavy. So I started to walk, and I 
try to exercise a lot. So walk and walk faster. And I wasn't losing any weight. So then I started reading books about how you can lose weight. It was all about raising your heart rate. Uh-huh. Right. So if you raise your heart rate, you can do it. So then I read some more and I said, well, if you walk fast, you raise your heart rate. So I started walking fast and then I walked faster and then I walked faster. So then I ended up walking like 15 minute a mile pace and I still wasn't losing a lot of weight. So when you get to walk that fast, you finally figured out that it would be more fun if I just ran instead of walking <laughs> fast. It's hard to walk that fast. What's that? It's hard to walk that fast. Yeah, but I, I got pretty good at it. I actually, uh, I, I got down once on the Montpelier bike path, I, I did uh, uh, four miles in 13 minute pace walking. Wow. Fast. wow. Yeah, but it's not fun. Yeah, it's kind of boring. So, it's hard. Yeah. So I started jogging and uh, it was a lot more fun jogging. So I think uh, it was like summertime uh, the following year, 2016, I started to jog and started to run, but uh, I couldn't get up to any distance, only like a, a couple of miles, maybe three miles. And uh, so in, I think it was in September timeframe, I uh, was looking for running clubs and I found Central Vermont Runners and I, I joined them in uh, September of 2016. Okay. But I didn't actually participate in anything till uh, December when I saw the uh, an email that came out from uh, Jeff who was the coordinator for the uh, winter group run. Uh-huh. And uh, so they were saying, oh, 10 miles, 10 miles. I said, oh, wow, maybe I can learn how to run if I join this winter group run. So I sent Jeff an email. I mean, I haven't met anybody yet from Central Vermont Runners. So I sent Jeff an email and said, hey, I, uh, I want to, is it okay if I run with you guys? I want to learn how to run and I want to learn how to run a 10K. I run a 10k before so he said sure come on yeah I struggled uh, the first day I think I joined them is we ran the uh, Montpelier bike path and uh, you know these guys are been running all their lives I think and I had a I struggled just to do six miles on my very first on my very first run but and you was- went all the way out to the end and back what's that were they so I know that well I guess it's different the winter group runs you guys all stay together. I'm thinking like the fun runs where uh, you choose to go one mile or two miles or three miles out and back. Yeah. 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 So in this run, uh, if I remember right, so we started out at uh, like city center, which is uh, right now where skinny pancakes is. Okay. Yep. Starting point. So I ran out to the three mile br- bridge in back. So that was the total of six. Yeah. And these guys kept going straight out on, what is that river road? Yeah. So that's my, but still, that's, I mean, that's so, it's so brave <laughs> <laughs> to have, I think, I mean, I, I've been running since I was 14 and it's so, it's so brave to put yourself out there like that. I, I have other activities where, you know, you don't, nobody wants to make a fool of themselves and you don't know <laughs> if you will or if you won't, but yeah. Yeah, That's it's hard awesome. with uh, a bunch of experienced people that are running much faster than you, but uh, they slowed up enough to let me run with them for at least the first couple of miles. Yeah. Yeah. 
when did you get into racing? I know you're a marathoner now because you and I just ran a marathon, the same marathon. Was yeah. that in October? I yeah, think. it was October. October, the one that I really shouldn't have ran. Yeah. Um, yeah well, me so did I tell you that the only reason why I finished that damn thing is because you were at the turnaround point? Oh, yeah. Gave each other a high five. And I was like, well, I have to finish now because I was <laughs> ready to end it. I'm like, why am I doing this? <laughs> Uh, at, at mile 18 but uh yeah <laughs> how many marathons have you done now 10 or 10 or 11 i think cool could be could be 11 so, so, any, so anyways uh uh what, what i ended up doing so you asked me when i started racing yeah so that winter was a really good uh winter of training with with this winter group run people or actually we called it uh winter long runs back then still uh, so I, I think I joined them almost every single Saturday and, uh, probably my first race was the, um, um, what race was it? I think it was, uh, the, uh, Caner's Saffron, the one that's going to be on, uh, March 27th of this month. It was probably my first 10 K that was in March. And then I, uh, ran the Paul mailman. Okay. I think it was the 10 miler in April and uh and then something then I oh I know I ran uh Donna had a uh adamant 20 miler uh -huh. and I did the uh the adamant 20 miler and oh. and I actually did it under three hours I was uh really really impressed that's awesome so yeah. Heather adamant area is so the hills out there are very steep and relentless. It's not even like nice rolling. It's like you come around the corner, you're like, no, I'm not doing that. Oh my God. Yeah, no. uh -oh. The, the yeah. last three miles is straight uphill. It's the it's it's it was the worst. But uh what happened is uh I ended up uh uh straining my uh ligaments. Actually, I uh I stretched them too much and actually I, they were bleeding. By the time oh. I made the race, yikes! So I was planning on running a Vermont City Marathon that year. Would have been my first marathon, and uh, I I couldn't because uh, I was in rehab during oh. that. So I went into rehab and uh, came out of rehab, and I ran my first marathon in July. It was the uh, Mad Marathon in Waitsfield. I've heard that one's tough too. That is more tough than the Adamant Twenty Miler. But uh, I was pretty impressed because uh, I won my age group, uh, nice. age group, and uh, I did it in four hours and four minutes, which is Whoa. pretty pretty amazing. That's very impressive. Yeah. Very impressive. So then, yeah, I ended up. I like running marathons. So good. What do you have planned? What do you have planned for this year? Vermont City, and then uh, I'll just uh, ones in Vermont, probably Vermont City, and. Uh, mad marathon again in july maybe that's what i'll do i so heather and i are running a marathon in two weeks we're not running a marathon in two we're, weeks we are we're not we're not it's, we're not it's gonna it's trail so Manny, i ran not. i ran i ran a 50 miler in january uh, december i don't know in december with um foolishly little training like 
I had no business running a fifty dollar, but it was fun because it was on trail and you get to eat bacon and mm. um, you know chips. And so I just every eight state anyway. Um, it's taken me a little while to come around from that, and I'm trying to eke my way up back up to twenty miles a week. Um. <laughs> uh, so I don't think a marathon is a good idea in two weeks, Natty. But we can talk about this later. No, uh-uh. no, it's planned. It's done. It's set. We're doing it. Even if we go really slow, we can go really slow. What are you talking about, Natalie? Well, we made, we made it up. We made one up. Made one up. <laughs> it's terrible. It's terrible. I think it's like, it's probably five or 6,000 feet of elevation gain at least. We're going to make, we're going to make medals for each other. Oh. So, and like, it's, if it's our own and it's made up, then we can stop as much as we want. We yep. go as slow as we want. We're we're gonna win either way. We're like number one and number <laughs> gonna two. Gonna win your age group no matter what. Either yeah, way, so and we're not even in the same age right. category, so it's perfect. Yeah, <laughs> we we can talk about it. No, we're doing it. It's happening. Sounds like fun. Uh, Manny, so getting back to you. Um, <laughs> about you, Manny. Sorry. Yeah. What? Um, your story, not mine. What's your What's your most embarrassing? Sorry, I was going to say life story too, but I mean, you know, that you don't mind sharing that you can laugh at now, maybe or not. My most embarrassing run story is, uh, yeah. wow. So I run often with uh, April Farnham and Mark Howard on Saturday mornings when, uh, when there isn't a, uh, uh, a CVR run. And uh, probably my most embarrassing time was uh, once I got drunk the night before <laughs> and I tried to run with them the next day with a severe hangover. And I had to stop on the side of the road probably every five minutes. Oh. The I, first 10 miles. So. See, oh, I will just say, I, having been running since I was quite young, um, I got all that out of my way, out of the way in my 20s. I know now I'm hungover, I'm not running. Nope. <laughs> nope. I, uh, yeah. I have a friend who met me hungover for, I, I was running, it was a virtual marathon when COVID hit. And so yeah. I, I'm like, I'm going to do a virtual marathon. We'll see how this is going to go. Yeah. So she met me at mile 19 to run me in the last seven miles and yeah. I was destroyed because mm. it's Vermont and I just chose a route. I didn't really know where I was going and it was awfully hilly. And uh. so she showed up super hungover. And, um, so she was destroyed when I was at mile 19 and I was just destroyed from running. And so we were perfect for each other. <laughs> <laughs> Did you survive all the way to 26? We survived. Yeah. Yeah. I would not recommend that route to anyone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's see. What's what are you most proud of? What's your most proud moment running? So I think the, I have to go back to uh, my first marathon, which is the Mad Marathon. And uh, yeah, I, I didn't think I would be able to do it like four hours and 20 minutes or something like that. Yeah in my first marathon and uh, not having any experience going out there and, and doing it and uh, actually doing it in four hours and four minutes. Yeah. So. That's awesome. What, 
do you have you figured out fueling for yourself like are you a, do you well, eat or drink or anything or so the fueling part is uh always an issue for me because uh um uh, i always kill myself with uh not have probably not having enough uh electrolytes or enough fuel so the last marathon i ran with uh natalie i definitely ran out of fuel i couldn't mm -hmm. get enough fuel in my body because uh i hit the wall at 18 and it was there was nothing left in me but yeah. uh, most other marathons i can usually uh make it through and what i struggle with is uh muscle cramps in the legs yeah. so it's uh not not in a matter of uh getting enough fluids it's a matter of not getting the right electrolytes nutrients yeah use all kinds of different stuff salt and cream on the legs i've tried to spot everything to uh solve the uh, muscle cramp issue and of course the only time i didn't have a muscle cramp issue was the green mountain marathon but that's because i it was the slowest run i ever had in my life so there's no way you could could have overstressed my legs in that run so everybody has to have the slowest run of their life you're right you're right yeah so now i have something i can uh, definitely improve on this year yeah and you can check that off your list of things too well <laughs> i have the slowest run moving on how did the whole becoming cvr um president of cvr how did that all come about we want to hear that that story too so I think that came about pretty, um, joined uh, almost everything I could join from the time I started running with the, uh, the winter long run group. And uh, so yeah, I, I joined all the long runs. I joined all the uh, Tuesday night activities. And uh, for the first year, I think I ran every single one of the CPR races. So I was always there uh, and I started taking pictures at everything. So I became the official unofficial photographer. I think I posted uh, all the pictures that went into our uh, newsletters by the previous presidents. And uh, so I, I got to know everybody quite well. So uh, got, after being in the club for two years, they asked me to be the vice president. So I said, hmm, okay. So, so of course, after being the vice president, you know, you should become the president after two years. So so and then so basically it, there's a vote right and that's that's about to happen in a couple of weeks so you're like president for two years yep and then so were you vice president for two years too yep. i was vice president yeah so that again that's usually what what happens it doesn't happen all the time yeah sometimes the vice president doesn't step up to be the president but oh, uh, okay in most cases they do do you think the vice president will step up to be president this year? I'll have to wait to see. I'm going to have to wait and see. Yeah. Find uh, out. <laughs> wait until the 27th. Actually, I'm on the uh, on the committee, so but I can't tell you. Okay. So, so have you? Oh, do you feel like you've made any? Um, I I've been on volunteer boards myself, never as vice president or president. But do you think you were able to make any cool changes? Are there any cool changes that you made that you're stoked about? So I probably was the president during one of the most difficult times ever because that's true. first thing I did when I became president in on April 1st of 2020 was cancel races. Oh, yeah. 
think my first uh, thing I did is, well, I didn't do it myself because the race directors also have, race directors can have some autonomy to decide on their own. But uh, so Muttstrut was the first to go in oh, yeah. April 2020. And, uh, and so I announced that. And then our next races up were Paul Mailman and uh, in the Adamant Half Marathon. And of course the race directors really didn't want to cancel, didn't want to cancel, didn't want to cancel. And so we first announced that we were just going to delay it mm. and delay it. But we saw that the writing was on the wall. Everybody was delaying the races until later in the year. And so there's only so far you could delay it. And then you're just running and everybody's trying to run all the races at the same time. So we ended up, uh, we ended up canceling the season, but we, came out with the uh, participation virtual series, which uh, turned out to be very, very successful. Uh, we had a lot of participation from, from, the, from the running club. That was, uh, it ran from April to, I think, end of, end of May. And since that, we, we thought we were gonna run that and then maybe we could start some races in June, like with uh, Capital City Stampede. Mm -hmm. Of course, the pandemic kept going, right? Yeah. So then everything was just from that time, we just had to cancel the rest of the year. And then we came out with the uh, summer virtual series and we came out with a fall virtual series. Was that successful? And how, how did you keep track of it on like on Strava or how did you keep track of people? So our uh, uh, webmaster uh, created a space in our website where people would uh, sign up for the races. So in the beginning, the participation series was just, uh, you know, this week or this month, you would run this race type of events, uh, but through all the distances for the participation series, but the summer series and the fall series, we're just running the CVR races that were kind of scheduled to be run or would have been run. And uh, so people would uh, sign up on the website and then when they, when they finished, they would actually uh, record their time and provide a uh, like a picture or their Strava link of what they did, and it worked out pretty good. So that's really cool. Like a great way to, I mean, yeah, we saw it, but the ground shifting. Well, wow! I think that's yeah. I think that's great, and you managed. A you you guys were able to pull it together. I. Uh, did not, so I ran my first CVR race was the Mutt Strut in 2019. And then um, I didn't really find CVR though until uh, last spring, I think it was. Mm -hmm. And that's after COVID and things started, like mm -hmm. people started Whoa. running again. And yeah, I just, I had a couple friends in the neighborhood and I, I ran with them and, uh, I was a moving to Vermont in, you know, 2019, like winter of 2019, uh -huh. it's kind of tough to make friends and find people. And mm. but I'm glad I did. I'm glad I did. And CBR is great. It's a lot of good people. How, what's your membership right now? Number of people? 356. Woo! And on a typical group run, 
with normal weather, how many, like a Saturday long run or whatever, how many people usually come out? So this year, actually, numbers are down this year for uh, the Saturday winter group runs. And uh, we, we've had some really terrible Saturday weathers in Vermont this year. We've had three or four that were way below zero. And uh, so, yeah, not a lot of people like showed up. Or we had like last week was interesting. You know, we have a foot of snow that came down. We just don't, we have not had a, we only had out of the uh, 12 weeks, well, 14 weeks actually, we're into it right now. Out of the 14 weeks, we, we had to cancel one because it was way too cold where the wind chill was like a minus 30. So we did actually. Oh, so you do have a limit, <laughs> negative 30. <laughs> so, yeah, well, no, that's the club's limit. So okay. My limit, I don't know. So we, we canceled it because, uh, you know, we can't be held responsible for someone getting frostbite out there. And it would have been really a terrible run. Although one individual uh, did run that day. Showed didn't up. See the notice, uh, didn't see the notification that we had canceled, canceled it. They showed up and ran. Yeah. So yeah. anyways, to answer your question, uh, on a normal, normal, normal. So we would have in the wintertime up to... Uh, 20 people. I think maximum once we had 22, but wow. we would average around uh, 17 for, for the year. This year, we're only averaging about seven or eight oh. because of the variations of the weather. So climate change is uh, really nailing us pretty hard this winter time. Yeah. The really, really cold days have just gone on and on, unlike any other uh, winter we've had. That I've seen here. Of course, I was gone for 40 years, so I haven't seen that many since I was a kid. But since I've been here, I, I haven't seen anything like the one this winter. Wow. Wow. That's a good year to not be there. Yeah, I was going to say, Natty, aren't you glad you're not there? Yeah. Trey and I've been saying that all winter. We're like, oh my God, we could be at our house right now in Vermont, freezing. So, but it's nice right now. So, yeah we, we survived it good <laughs> knock on wood i don't know i feel like in years past i facetime with natty and you get a snowstorm in end of april yeah you can get a snowstorm in freaking june <laughs> that's nuts uh -huh. you guys are nuts yeah that first year when trey and i moved there in 2019 we had snow into june and we were questioning why we moved to vermont you're like, well, what did we do this for? Why are we here? <laughs> yeah. It was fine. And then the summer comes and you're, it's glorious. It's, just, it's glorious. The air is good, beautiful. So is there anything else that we should cover? Anything else you want to talk about or any good stories you want to share? Uh, no, I have my dog here right now. So she's started to bother me. Yeah. She you, we can went, you hold her up or is she big we went running on tuesday she got sprayed by a skunk oh i'm hey, sorry we're pro tip we're struggling um, i don't know there's a stuff it's called nature's miracle it's white it comes with it has red red i, got it at, I bought it at tractor supply okay yep that is I'm, the only thing that works it's actually it is working but uh i don't yeah. think i got it all over her fur yet or all over her body 
But did it, you, I, you, I, it's a shampoo, right? Uh, or is it like a, I thought it was a shampoo. It's been a while since I needed it. No, it's a, it's a okay. liquid that you put directly on the, on our uh, fur, on our coat. Okay. Yeah. It's not like you, you don't mix it with water. You can mix it with okay. water. You mix it with water if you're going to wash some clothes. But uh, for the dog itself, you're supposed to just put it directly on the dog and then yeah. wash it off, wipe it off later. Well, even still, even if you get it everywhere, then your dog gets wet like three months later and they still smell like skunk. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's Hi. great. It's been great talking to you. Thank you for spending the time with us. I really appreciate it. And I'm going to try to get this out um, your last week and push it and hopefully people will listen to it. Yeah, I have two okay. more two more weeks. Two more weeks. Awesome. Are you going to have a party? I, then I can run off into the sunset. Oh. <laughs> and then turn around because it's cold. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah right, turn around because it's cold. Okay, okay. thank you. Thanks. It was nice meeting you, Manny. Bye, nice Manny. Bye -bye. See you later. Bye.